Welcome to St. James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith, Edinburgh. This podcast features edited highlights from our service held on Sunday, January 23rd, 2022. To find out how to join us online or in person, and for more general information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk. and also at home. Just to say uh, one thing before, Elspeth Murray is going to lead the first part of the service from home, and Elizabeth White is going to lead our reflection in church. Uh, We have um, one deliberate mistake this week to keep you on your toes, you theologians. Uh, You might have noticed the gospel reading says John 4, 14 to 21, and it is in fact Luke 4, uh, 14 to 21. So uh, if you were a bit confused by that, uh, my apologies. So I'm now going to hand over to Elspeth at home. Welcome to St. James, wherever you are. God of light and love, in this very moment, the star still beckons. Gather us and let the star call us in new ways of healing and hope restoration and renewal, as we discover again Christ's call to discipleship. Amen. Amen. As the singing bowl sounds and a candle is lit in church, I invite those at home also to light a candle, a small beckoning star for our time together. Our theme today is Be Loved, Belong, Be Healed. Thank you so much to the music group for that beautiful chant uh, of Beloved, Belong, Be Healed. Elizabeth's reflection is going to unpack that for us and our readings today all point towards how we can find love, belonging and wholeness in a God who knows us and loves us deeply, exactly as we are. Um, Sociologist and researcher Brené Brown, pointing out the differences between the awkward contortions of trying to fit in and the brave process of belonging that some might call 
letting go and letting God, writes, true belonging doesn't require that we change who we are. It requires that we be who we are. Of course, we all know that's not always as simple as it sounds. And our opening song may remind you of challenges that you have faced in your own quest. God's glory is on tour in the skies. Godcraft on exhibit across the horizon. Madame Day holds classes every morning. Professor Knight lectures each evening. 
Their words aren't heard. Their voices aren't recorded. But their silence fills the earth. Unspoken truth is spoken everywhere. God makes a huge dome for the sun, a super dome. The morning sun, a new husband leaping from his honeymoon bed. The daybreaking sun, an athlete racing to the tape. That's how God's word vaults across the skies. From sunrise to sunset, melting ice, scorching deserts, warming hearts to faith. The revelation of God is whole and pulls our lives together. The signposts of God are clear and point out the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. The directions of God are plain and easy on the eyes. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate down to the nth degree. God's word is better than a diamond, better than a diamond set between emeralds. You'll like it better than strawberries in spring, better than ripe red strawberries. There's more. God's word warns us of danger and directs us to hidden treasure. Otherwise, how will we find our way? Or know when we play the fool? Clean the slate, God, so we can start the day fresh. Keep me from stupid sins, from thinking I can take over your work. Then I can start this day sun-washed, scrubbed clean of the grime of sin. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Glory to God, source of all being, eternal word and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Farina will now read for us a passage which, while it may be familiar, I invite you to receive afresh with a deep appreciation for your own unique array of gifts, skills and experience. The readings from 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 31. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. 
If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and those members of the body that we think less honourable we clothe with great honour, and our less respectable members are treated with greater respect, whereas our more respectable members do not need this. But God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honour to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honoured, all do rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then deeds of power, then gifts of healing, forms of assistance, forms of leadership, various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? but strive for the greater gifts. Hear what the Spirit says to the church. Thanks be to God. Gospel today is taken from Luke chapter 4, beginning on verse 14. Glory to Christ our Saviour. Then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. 
When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the gospel. Good news to all. Praise to you. Oh, Christ. Good morning. And good morning to those at home. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be pleasing to you, O oh God, our rock and redeemer. A couple of weeks ago, Ian spoke about the pleasure, the delight of God towards Jesus at his baptism before Jesus had ever done any active ministry. And Joe made those lovely, amazing doves with the children, doves that brought the message, you are my beloved child. Last week we sang, bring it all to me. You can bring me everything. You can bring me everything. And Sally reminded us of an interested God in our day-to-day -day lives. And one of today's readings brings us to healing and freedom, release of the captives. Be loved, belong, be healed. The strands that weave into all of these. I wonder if there's a part of you this morning who needs to feel a little bit more sense of belonging, a little bit more delight, a little bit more lovableness, a little bit more freedom, a little bit more healing. I have come to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to the, let the oppressed go free. Beloved, belong, be healed. Which part of you needs or wants to sense God's delight God's love, God's interest, God's compassionate touch. That is more than just a belief about God's love. I'd like to offer you a few moments of a reflective meditation, a tool which I've been finding helpful in my own healing journey. So an invitation for us to try this together this morning as a kind of prayer. So you may choose to close your eyes or to have it softly on the candle here or at home. Finding the place that's most comfortable for you for these next few minutes in your seats. And taking a longer and slower breath. 
allowing to come to mind a current place of difficulty in your life for which you have some desire for settling or healing. Something you're willing to be with today in this space, looking after yourself. These times do come to us, as Ian said, when you pass through the waters, it's not if. We all have difficult times. Maybe a conflict with someone that you care about, a health situation, the pain of an addictive behaviour, a conversation you now regret, or a tricky situation at work, or something that's happening in your family. Something that brings up a charge reaction that you would like to find more balance in the midst of. See if you can hear again the words or the faces or the room of those involved. Or you might be alone with your internal struggle. Like watching a film, go to the frame where you're most emotionally reactive. Watching yourself and freeze the frame there. And an invitation to simply recognize what the felt sense is for you in that situation. Not focusing on the other, but what's happening inside for you in that difficult place. Perhaps there is hurt or anger or sadness, something that's stuck or frozen, an anxiety or fear. Perhaps it's shame. There's no judgment. See if you can name it inwardly. Allowing it to be there and to pause with it, to make space for the truth of where you are, of the feeling not rushing on to fix it or control it or deny it or wish it away we are allowing it this is not the same as liking it's not even the same as agreeing but it's allowing us to be where we are Jesus starts where people are before he leads them forward We need to have a felt sense of our human experience if we also want to have a felt sense of God, of that which is greater than. Can you be here in this place? This reaction, this rage, this despair, the feeling, yes, this too is part of my experience. And I wonder what it is in this experience that most wants your attention. What is the most vulnerable part of what you have named? Keeping the focus on you. What's the thing that I'm believing about myself when this is happening? Perhaps you believe that you're not special, 
not understood, that I'm invisible or a failure or unlovable? What's the belief that's going on? Perhaps I believe I'm disrespected or forgotten or undeserving. Pay attention to your throat, your belly. Perhaps something's clenching or squeezing. Where does the vulnerability live with you right now? And if that vulnerable place could communicate, what would it want you or God to know? might be words, it might be image. When you ask that vulnerable place, how do you want me to be with you? What is it that this place most needs? Not an analysis of the situation, but the felt sense of the need. What might come alongside the vulnerable place. Perhaps it wants to know something or hear something or trust something. From the most wise part of you, calling on love, calling on God's love, can you offer what's needed? A tenderness, a touch, a healing to this vulnerable place. Perhaps something along the lines of, I'm not leaving you. I care about your suffering. You belong to this life. I'm sorry and I love you. We regard our humanness and inner life with compassion. And we bring spirit into the conversation. What can you offer? And you might invite God or Jesus or someone else who has been a face of God for you. We spoke of Desmond Tutu last week. What might they offer you of God's love? Don't turn away. Keep your eye on the bandaged place. That's where the light enters you. Good news to the poor and sight to the blind and freedom to the unfree parts of us. Be loved, belong, be healed. 
We sit for a moment knowing that love and the great soulful presence of God is able to meet us here as we come home to another layer of ourselves, as we come home to God. Who are you right now? What has shifted in these few minutes? How would your life be different if you didn't think there was anything wrong with you? Who is the God you meet here? Be loved, be long, be healed. Making a mental note of anything you want to return to at another time from this reflection and coming back with your eyes to the room and to the screen. Many of us have parts of ourselves that we hide in church and we hide to ourselves and from ourselves for all sorts of reasons. It's a life journey. On the 20th of February, the St. James Inclusive Church Group will lead the service and be offering more time for us to think about what it means to be seen and heard, to belong here just as we are. The more we're in relationship with the layers of ourselves, the more we can truly be in relationship with others. I heard of a church in the US with two enormous signs framing the main door out onto the street. And one said, radical acceptance. And the other said, extreme empathy. Come home to yourself with radical acceptance and extreme empathy with great compassion. And then we can also belong more fully to each other in all our great variety. Receive the love and healing that Jesus shows us. Be on the journey of being delighted in. Be loved, belong, be healed. True belonging doesn't require that we change who we are. It requires that we be who we are. Just before we start the prayers, can we all think together just for a minute about our names? What they say about our identity, where we come from, our uniqueness and our place in the world. In the first section of the prayers, the response is, I will say this is loving and being loved. And could you just respond? This is loving and being loved. 
You say to us, O God, that you have called us by name, that you have inscribed the names of your people on the palms of your hands, that you have numbered the hairs of our head, that we are of infinite value. Help us to believe you, to accept our own value, to see our potential and gifts as you see them. This is loving and being loved. We celebrate God's confidence in us and our confidence in each other. Telling the stories, sharing in the memories, giving thanks for the relationships, the understandings, the experiences that have shaped us to this day. This is loving and being loved. This is loving and being loved. Listening to the future calling to each of us in the midst of life's noise. Helping each other find our place. Supporting each other in what the world's ache is asking of us. This is loving and being loved. There is no me without you. We shape one another. We can only find ourselves through shared becoming. For my journey, for your journey, for all the saints who labored for what is, all those who made our lives possible, all those to follow us. Help us to live truth today, which creates new possibilities for them tomorrow. We pause. We give thanks. We acknowledge this is loving and being loved. For the second part of the prayers, the response is, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our world, for all the margins threatened by war, for Ukraine, for all the countries in which brutality is suppressing liberty, remembering particularly Myanmar, for all the places affected by climate change, remembering particularly the low-lying islands and coastline whose existence is threatened now. We pray for peace, 
and for a commitment among our leaders to act in the long-term benefit of their people. Lord, in your mercy, as your body here prepares for our AGM, help us to recognize the gifts around us and how we can contribute to taking St. James forward. Help us to have confidence in our own creativity and the strength of our community here as we plan for the future. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Help us to rejoice with those who rejoice and to weep with those who weep. Give us sensitivity to the needs of those around us. Tired after two years of disruption and constraint. And we remember in particular those known to us who are facing darkness in different ways. struggling with mental or physical health, with uncertainty or loss, with the feeling that there is no way ahead which they can endure. In a few moments, let us take time to name these folk before God. God, our parent, take care of us all and cherish those we have named before you today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Show us the more excellent way of love, which never ends. Help us not to be sidetracked into valuing anything above love. And give us grace to love you and each other more. In the name of the Trinity of love. Amen. I'd just like to thank Elizabeth and Wilma for the prayers, for really showing the importance of our theme today of being loved, belonging, and being healed. And I think there are three parts to that. One is a reconnection with ourselves, that radical acceptance of ourselves, which is uh, one of the hardest, and an extreme empathy, I suppose, of what we've been through <laughs> during our childhood, which affects us. Um, and then healing of ourselves, and healing comes through others, and our radical acceptance of one another and extreme empathy towards one another, and then also healing from God and God's radical acceptance of us and extreme empathy towards us. And I never know which order they come in. I think they come differently, but all three of those are really important. And I'm really appreciative uh, um, this morning that we've had time 
and quiet to really think uh, and accept those things at a deeper level, not just in our minds, but actually in, in our hearts. So thank you very much for that. And thank you for those very powerful prayers, Wilma.
for the light of the world. Father and Mother God, thank you for feeding us from your cup of love that sustains us in all the coming and going of life. May we keep listening for your words of delight deep inside us. May we know that we truly belong to you and to each other and in your world. Amen. It's our final song. It's an old favourite of ours. Um, it's St James. And you can either just sing it all together in unison or you can kind of pick an entry and do it as a kind of informal round. Um, but let's stand and what's more, possibly even move around a little bit. And then uh, we wish you peace and love as we move out into the rest of the day. Now go in peace, now go in love.